If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Hello and welcome. Eleven twenty-eight on the Beast Coast. This is the good stuff. The right stuff. I'm gonna say that until you hate it. Men of our race are still being born with the right stuff. Never get tired of that one though. It's uh, what is this episode ten eleven? Uh, ten eleven twelve. It's uh, why is uh, why is I eight afraid of seven? Seven eight nine. All that good stuff. Plenty of good jokes. See, we're it's a funny program. It's a funny uh, program. I'm sorry, I wasn't. I wasn't you weren't listening. That's fine. You didn't have to listen. No one has to listen. No one has to listen. As long okay. as you're paying, I don't care. Just you know. Yeah. Anyway, so, what are we doing here? We're gonna de- we're gonna debunk. The, we're gonna debunk the traffic. <sighs> so, boys, I feel like we need to hang uh, up on McNabb. I, I would rather derail into Star Trek, actually. Okay, well, hold on. I well, hold on. Talk- we have we have Star Trek pro- content too. Don't worry. We're gonna this. This is gonna be the fucking. This is gonna be the power hour. We're gonna, well, we're like, gonna hit up. We're got- gonna read a Daily Rake article. Well, we don't have to read the whole thing. People can read it. It's very long. People can read it. Well, that's but the hold thing. On. It's, like, it's like we're going to do somebody else, and then we're going to talk about Star Trek. It's oh, going to be awesome. Well, I will say this. I, too, watched the review of Stop episodes. It. No, you're doing it out of order. All right, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Don't fine. hit shuffle I on my playlist, bro. Don't hit shuffle on my playlist. Fine. Let's talk about... Here's this what is I how we fucked the show up. Here's what I wanted to say about the debunking the traffic sweat boys. And I'm not going to take issue with any particular oh. point. Oh, okay. Article, we, all right, you can't do that either. Again, you're putting my playlist on shuffle. I'm the host of the show. That's I'm not really I was gonna. I'm gonna set the tone. Fine. I have something ho- to say that's actually relevant to what our listeners want to hear and isn't nitpicking. Right, but we have to get to that. You can't just like you want. You want to do the payoff and then like we'll just Fine. peter out. Oh, and- like what you guys do. When I when I whenever I'm building a narrative and then Alex jumps in, but like jumping right to the end. Are you sharing your screen by the way? Because oh, I don't think I am actually. Anyway, sorry. let's just go. You go. It's I your show. It's your show. It is my no, show. No one. Nobody, nobody tunes in to listen to me. That, that does not. That doesn't. Well, they tune in to okay, listen to me. Oh, set man, it up to be a showman. Like you have the things to say, but like I'm here. I'm here to like like make the thing happen. I'm like Alex the, doesn't I'm have like a green screen. It doesn't matter. It it's doesn't fine. matter. We've all seen that cabinet behind you. Yeah. Whatever. So the reason I want to talk about the traffic soy boys making sure take my is because I was so mad. I've done I've done comment content here and there about YouTube about how they. They just throw everything at me now because they don't know what to do with me because I hate everything. Like, all I want to watch is Red Letter Media, Seth, and uh, what's the other guy I watch? Never mind. It's not important. So I've been getting just like, I don't even know. just yeah. fucking normal. Like, this and that mixed race couples fucking gender reveal for their pregnancy. These, like, two niggers and they're, like, looking like looking at an apartment or they're looking at a house. It was like all this horrible vlog content, well, sports updates. You know what I do? And then I just got yesterday, I got the fucking. The fucking faggot soy boy video that TDC is taking down in the article. Oh, you actually I, got it. They fucking referred me to uh, not was it not nothing just but bikes. not just bikes, and it was which the exact, alone is so gay, which that, is like, so gay, and it's it's the exact article, it's the exact uh, video that he's taking down in his article. And I, I was it was this one right here. These stupid trucks are literally killing us. Which is first of all, it has there is so much wrong. It's like this typical, like, I'm going to use literally instead of figuratively. 
I'm gonna. This is a bit a long-standing thing. There was that that one that Jew sports writer for New York Post used to make fun of all the other Jew sports writers for using literally all the time. It's like you mean figuratively, son. Phil Mushnick, his name was. Okay. He would make fun of ESPN. His, like, his thing was like these ESPN guys. It's, it's over the top. It's too far. Everything's too much for Phil Mushnick. So he used to be like this poo poo guy. But then, and then I look this fucking video. This not just bikes. These stupid trucks are literally killing us. One and a half million fucking views. Yeah. Like not only is this stuff terrible, it's laughably wrong. It's easy to debunk. That's why this series is so intoxicating for me because it's like it's like watching a sports ball season and your your favorite team can't lose. Like when you read yeah, when you yeah, read yeah, the yeah. Daily Rake take down the traffic soy boys, they have all these right, terrible right. ideas about urbanization and strong towns and 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 transport. It's all just it's based in the most laughably outrageously self-contradictory take that you can just pick them apart without knowing anything about the subject. And that in and of itself is why it's so successful. It is, it's midwittery of the lowest form. It's low mids. When I work on guitar sounds, you know, guitar is a mid instrument. You have the low mids, you have the high mid. I'm a high mid. I'm a midwit that can, that knows that this is stupid, but I don't, right. can't do anything about it. A low mid falls for like, I have a novelty take that's, and the novelty about my take is that it's wrong. 100%, 180 degrees, 360 degrees wrong. Turn 360 degrees and change my take. Yeah. And yeah. that and that in itself is the novelty that attracts people to it. It's not just like yeah. a counterintuitive thing that happens to be true. It's like, no, you like counterintuitive things that happen to be true. If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted, that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in? Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are if you're hearing my voice right now. This is that's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it, but then I realized why don't I just ramble? in the dumbest way possible, and force you to listen to it. Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because, again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff.biz slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription and then you'll never have to hear me again you know unless i'm filling it or something so i'm gonna invent one i'm gonna tell you this guy no, people nothing. love counterintuitive oh, things that and that's what true. this is yeah. like when he says in this i can't believe in this video when he compares like the the cargo hold of a of a subaru outback wagon to uh, a cadillac escalade I don't even understand why he does that. Because I, I, I know why he did it, but it's it's just so stupid. And if you think about it for five seconds, and midwit low mids don't think about it. The low mids they just make they make your overall sound woofy, muddy, and unfocused. So they don't think about what they're looking at. <laughs> uh, where is it? Uh, that's that's a good audio engineering reference. I'll yeah, that's what that's where I'm at. That's why it's the low mids are the worst. I mean, the high mids. If you mess up the high mids, yeah, things might be a little bit too harsh. You'd be like, yeah, that's a bit much. That's about. I'm, I'm you want to do the smiley face? Do the smiley yeah. face and you kill. Yeah, the low mids. That's where all the problems are. Where's Brave? Where's Brave.exe? There. See this? See the problem is he's comparing the cargo 
the cargo uh, space behind the third row of seats of the Escalade to what's behind the second row of seats in the Outback. I'm not looking at the total cargo space available. Like if you have if you have two people in the front seats of each vehicle, you, you know, have more so, room. There's so, more room in the in the Escalade. It's just like and it's just like and this is a, this is a novelty. It's like wow, the big giant Escalade has less space inside of it. I mean, I know I can visually verify that that's wrong, but since I'm on YouTube watching a faggot that likes to ride a bike, no offense, is uh telling me things that I can tell aren't true. Like I like it because it's counterintuitive, and it's making me not think while I think I'm thinking. I'm a low mid. It's fucking terrible. Well, I have a much better. I have a. I have a fundamental issue. I, I, like can, I can take. actually break into this though. Okay, hold on a second. Though. But my thing is this. Why can't I get rid my of thing that? is I, this. I have the okay. link queued up. Okay, like I am not. As I mean, there I think go. what he's doing in terms of going down and 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 every single point this guy is making is being stupid is is good and that's fun. But I want to say I want to make a very fundamental critique of this entire not just bikes channel because after looking at this article and going and looking at not just bikes. And looking at how he defines himself, looking at his Reddit posts and what he mm-hmm. talks about. His Reddit posts. And then right it, there, like, that's it, fam. He makes Reddit posts. And he makes <laughs> he makes long and involved Reddit posts. Boom. Already, everything so is already discarded. there's a huge problem. We have a midwit but, issue. But He's a midwit looking issue. down on the low mids. Like, how do, and, I, and I think that, how do I get the low mids to watch my videos and think I'm some kind of guru? So he calls himself an urbanist. Right. So already we have another problem. Right. Um, and he calls himself an urbanist creator. And he even t- talks about how, as as like one of the premier urbanist creators, I have the money and the clout to and it's do long and expensive yeah. projects. And also, like he's like people tone police me, saying I shouldn't be so harsh on like SUV owners. I shouldn't support terrorists that like slash the tires of SUVs, even though he does that. Whatever. Here's my main fundamental problem. Oh, you mean deflating? This, yeah. They they walk up and they gently like they stick a pin in the fucking. Right. Uh, and the idea is they're going to keep doing it until like. Countries pass laws against SUVs. It's like it's fucking retarded. It's a very strange. First of all, there's a few things here. As kind of a general, I'm sure some kind of anti-fa leftist activist. Mm-hmm. It's a strange crusade to go on because you're actually not. Many people are not going to. It's because this guy is caught up in his own little world. He thinks he's doing something revolutionary. He's not. It's it's a it's like he's got a nitpick with society and he's taking it as if it's like a huge issue like. Literally, his nitpick with society is SUVs. Like, I was, uh, now, uh, even if I hate SUVs, Strode is actually really good. What's that? He has a video on Strode's, and it is good, and it is good analysis. Is that the word you made up? What is a Strode's? A Strode is something you tend to see a lot in the United States. It's going to be multiple lanes, stoplights, and it just kind of runs through an area, and you got like gas stations and shit on either yes. side. Massive parking now, we all criticize urban sprawl. I don't. Right? I think it's fine. I think it's great. No, awesome. see, don't let I want to go to the gas station. Don't let yourself don't let yourself be a reactionary on this. This is one of the problems. And now hold on a second. That's bad. <laughs> hold on a second. Let me explain this though. But here's what this guy this is my fundamental problem with this guy. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Strode's fucking so I didn't know what that term meant, but they suck. I hate that. I hate the suburban sprawl. I hate those like six lane roads with traffic lights and shopping centers with like I hate all of that. It's ugly, it's blight, it's disgusting. And it's because of niggers. And so this is... this it is, is because of niggers. This is a fundamental thing. Like, you can't attack the phenomena of suburbanization in America. Oh, really? 
without talking about race. That's you a, can. That's a different, and you that's can, a different and you can, subject. You, Suburbanization is it, not the same as, as, as plonking out a strode and then having massive parking lots look, everywhere look, and not and, having and, sidewalks. Right, right. That's fine. You're right, because you could theoretically have suburbanization without that. That shows you the sort of shitty – when they did suburbanization, they did it with the shitty big box store capitalist mentality. That's fine. But fundamentally, the other thing is, what is this guy's what is this guy's thing that he likes? Well, he talks about walkable cities, um, and, and and this is the thing. It's sort of like I actually also like the idea of walkable cities. I don't take this because I think this is a very reactionary, conservative kind of take, which is that like rea- walkable cities are like an imaginary, fake thing that can never happen. And um, we should all be, like, living in, in suburban homes with, like, three-lane roads driving huge SUVs. Fuck you. My truck is huge. Like, that's a, that's a conservative reactionary a direct response to how gay and faggoty these people are. I'd say we can have – you should be able to have whichever you whichever you like. If you like living in the city, that's fine. If you like living in the country, that's fine. Whatever. It's a preference. People are going to have different preferences. I don't care which you have. The thing is, when you talk about walkable cities, when you talk about cities that have bike lanes, when you talk about cities that are, are set up in this certain way, there's a reason this guy goes to Amsterdam. <laughs> well, is that even valid anymore? I, I, no, well, it might not. It, well, here's the thing. It's, it's somewhat valid still, but it's going to go away. And when it goes away, and so he's saying, like, the cities of the future. See, I didn't entirely – I didn't entirely – Agree with this cartoon. It's funny though. It is funny, but it's it's funny because it's making <laughs> well, fun good, of. That's a good meme right there. <laughs> well, those are those are dusky skinned uh, flurks in the background. Yes, they're I not white flurks. I understand that. And so my point is that the it's reason funny. that this is funny is making fun of the anarchists, not making fun of the idea of city versus suburb. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is a, this is something. It's also a, a kind of a distracting idea of getting city versus suburb because it's a way of getting people to argue over something. That's not fundamental to our issues. You know, it also, to me, misses out on the whole idea of like the small town. What about the small town? Yeah, fine. I mean, that's that's so true. The small town see, is technically oh. walkable, but unfortunately, there's no business inside well, the small town. The problem with the small to. the small town is where we crash trains now. Like, if yeah. you have a train filled right, with like right. like highly toxic chemicals, you find the small town to crash it in, and then right. nobody helps. Right. And so the, the small point town I'm getting at is this: this guy, not just bikes, he talks about and he talks about how modern cities, newer cities. With a forward-looking vision. All right, can today's show be called Not Just Kikes? Sure, sure. But no, like, that's probably not going to go. He over. talks about modern modern cities with a, a forward-looking vision are like trying to rethink and undo all this damage that's been done by the building of SUVs and cars and all this shit, right? Undo all this stuff. They're, he's saying they're trying to do that. And I'm like, they can't undo the damage caused by blacks. Right. And so <laughs> well, what damage? What are you talking and about? And fundamentally, the problem is, and, and actually, Daily Rate gets to this towards the Ironically, end. Ironically, when they when people start doing start undoing the damage by, done by blacks, they call it gentrification. They say it's white supremacy and it's like, terrible. But the, but also <laughs> the gentrification also is a problem because we yeah, discussed too. But partially, too, but, with gentrification is like we're all right. We're coming in and we're trying to realize our walkable city dream <sighs> in this slum. Right. And then you criticize that too. So it's like, what do you want? Oh, you, right. you want Americans eating bugs and not having access to trans. Transportation. Well, that's how I see it. That's what wants. the revolution is that he's helping work on. Well, no. Is like we're just not going to have personal transportation. He's not anymore. helping to work on any revolution. He's just no. He's shit. no. It's not revo- the revolution in quotes yeah. because it's from the top down. It's from the establishment. What's coming is in the 2030s. It's going to be increasingly impossible eventually for you to have personal transportation. 
that's what we're doing. They're going to they're going to outlaw the internal combustion engine. Why? That's that's I the don't think goal. That they actually will, but that's okay. I mean, why do you think they're, they they're building motherfucking electric pickup trucks right now? They're doing it right now. Okay, they yes. don't care. Basically, in the outcome, if, out- if you buy an electric pickup truck, you are retarded. And the outcome is not like the outcome is not like oh, our gracious overlords just want to replace all vehicle traffic with battery. It's like no, they just don't okay. want to have vehicle traffic listen, anymore listen. because it's you're easier to. I hate to say like libertarian that you're easier to control when you're immobile and you can just you can just die out in the hinterlands with no way yeah. to travel around. Well, like you want to be a Roralite? Okay, now you're stuck out there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like I don't really that, that I mean this, I don't find that narrative compelling drivers. personally. Like I don't I don't find those type because it all all Rickshaws. that stuff They tell me, you all over the media that there's going to be no more gasoline cars by Sure, I'm sure they do, but I just don't take that seriously. Why don't you take that seriously? I mean, they're not going to it's not going they're going to fuck it up, but it's still going to be awful. Sure. Because okay. they're trying to do it, it's going to be the, Why do you want, think you know a used car issues, GM, GM is laying off thousands of employees right now because right. they're going to switch to electric vehicles to manufacturing. Okay. okay. <laughs> I agree it's it's trying, happening. Yes. People are losing their jobs already over it, which is good because they're not going to have any vehicles to well, commute. I had this conversation with an engineer recently. One of the reasons that it's hard to find parts and electronics is they're shifting production to electric. It's happening. So you, yeah. They're going to fucking it's not the, it's not like they're going to All right, Mike is apparently this is beneath him, so I'll stop. No, it's not that. I just I don't it's like yes, they This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. They are switching production to electric vehicles. What are we supposed to conclude their, their from that? Goal is like 2030-ish. Right. And, and so, but that to me means that there's like some heavy interest in doing that. And I, I, my view of that is that this is a way to. Um, I don't even know what it, what it is. I mean, to there's me, it's, no, listen. It's it it serves the climate change narrative. The climate change yes. narrative is a scam. Therefore, this is the scam in action. And the outcome that I see is people are not going to be able to travel around. Yeah, but my view is unless that, they're in but, a walkable city filled with niggers. But the other thing is that my, my there's another view of that, which is, and this is another one of these things where it's like. There is certain. It's, 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 yeah, it's gonna be done with electric vehicles, bicycles, and, and boomers with their like 1972 Chevelle because they're the only people who can maintain an automobile. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's gonna be like a small crew right. of, of automotive hobbyists. Like, God, this thing's carbureted. Yeah, no, I can run this. One thing of forever. the reasons that these kind of narratives aren't compelling to me is because I don't see where they what it matters one way or the other from from what we're talking about. Whereas, like, I also believe that yes, the, the electric cars, if they work. Because I don't like. Because to me, whether electric See, cars, that's hold the on, problem. Hold if on. they work, they don't work. Hold on, they don't work. hold on. I don't fucking know much about this. I know right now, electric cars don't get you nearly the mileage, and it's huge, hugely problematic to maintain. Sometimes they go dead. It's hard to find a place to power them. That they're a big pain in the ass, right? I know this, right? Right. But I also think, like, whether or not inherently. An electric car a, is superior or inferior to an internal combustion engine is something I don't give a shit about. It's inferior, though. I'm sure that it is, but I also don't care because I, I, I actually believe it's entirely possible that at some point an electric car could work. I don't if know. there's a major revolutionary breakthrough in sure. battery technology. And I don't know if that's... We don't that, have that. We don't have that, but it's not... We're not say, going to have that anytime soon. All right, well, so what? Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. And to me, 
this isn't a particularly interesting thing because it's not. It doesn't really get at the heart of our issues. Well, I, I, I have a little to, actually. I've just been burning to do over all right, here. Go ahead. You showed this image, right? Oh, I think oh about, I don't know what we were talking about. Well, I don't. Well, here's I, my thing. I think this is extremely so much of a better okay, narrative. I, I'm dying here. I got all get of this. this. You're not going to be able to drive to your next NJP just, um, demonstration somewhere because of this. It's going to become impossible. You're going to okay. be stuck where you live. This is what they want to do. Okay. This maybe, is not. This maybe, is not. This is maybe. not like nanobots and bioweapons. This is the actual like. Forget about repairing infrastructure. What are you gonna What are you gonna use on said infrastructure? You don't have a vehicle anymore. There's okay. There's already like a used cars through the roof. But I just want you to understand that where where I have wariness on this, and the reason I know I'm, I'm explaining to you it. why you shouldn't be wary because these things are being done top down. They're not going to, to work. Feels like the only the, the only thing the electric shit. electric vehicles have made Elon Musk rich. And they're undoing that with the destruction of Twitter. He's going to be not rich. Well, reasonably soon. Mm, it seems like he's made his accommodations <laughs> with them. And well, still, it's... he's there. He's he's he is he is like a, the, America's greatest sufferer of pre- precarity at any but moment. His, his net worth <laughs> recently just like spiked to like record record levels. Like it's it's they actually there's actually been articles about this. How there's, there's, there's he was in trouble a few months ago. Off, Hold on a really second. A few months ago, they were talking about how he was in all this trouble because the Jews and stuff were mad at him about Twitter. Yeah. But now articles came out like last week. Saying, oh, he's got like, to turn around. He, They're on his side again. Like 186 billion. And, well, like, he gave him a like, gift. Yeah, he he demonstrated that. Yeah, you can just fire right. half your workforce. And they're yeah, like, really? oh. We can just do we that. We can do that. Yeah. So he showed that a tech company can fire half of its mm-hmm. workforce. Additionally, he submitted mm-hmm. to all their demands, so he's not in trouble anymore. No, he's in. He's he's back in the good graces. So yeah. So yeah, but I, I feel like see one one issue I have with this. I think there's this 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 narrative out there, and Leather Apron Club actually did some good material on this. Uh, I saw the, the the why we won't be eating bugs was really good. And, yeah, I saw that too. And I would say like I, I I'm wary of any narrative that starts to sound to me like you're gonna eat the bugs, you're gonna live in the pod, because it it feels to me like that is all reactionary conservative stuff where people are like. I want to hold on to my car or my house. And like, I, like it's sort of like this. And I get it. I get it. I understand it. But it's such like the non-issue. It's all stuff that is based on whenever there's a, whenever the narratives come out that are based on a, a fundamentally libertarian value. I always, my eyebrow always crooks up and I'm always looking at it askance. Cause I'm like, is this something that they're trying to use to get people on board, getting angry about something that is is missing the point, and that's where like all that eating bugs, living in pods shit. That's what that's what that strikes me as. And this this like you're, they're not going to want you to have a car. They're going to ruin cars, so you can't. It just it they're just, doing it, it. It feels they're fucking doing it. Okay, I mean you say that but GM again, is doing it. What, what do you think is, the cafe standards going to be by twenty twenty eight? I mean they're me, doing. What they I'm are doing is, it. But what I'm seeing is that they're they're trying to shift production towards. Electric, which vehicles. is going to result in an fine. industry failure. Fine. They're doing it, and if so, fine, good. I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm not fine what, with that. I mean, it's not that, but, but again, it's like I don't. Like, see, you know what they're not going to do? Like I don't see. You it. know what they're not going to do? What's that? They're not going to convert travel to the electric vehicle to an electric vehicle focused market. And then make sure that all Americans have access to it and can ease into that transition. No, I agree with that. No, they're going. You're going to get fucked by this. Okay, See, this, that's this where I am. That I have an issue, with and it's with because the this country is run by cuts. On this too, right? Because because they one of the things they're completely overlooking here. It's like, okay, say I just want a fucking cheap car to go from point A to point B. 
You the industry used to have that. It's called a Geo Metro, and they had lots of little little shit boxes you could yeah, buy. Yeah, they don't have those anymore. So yeah. if you if you're the big burly diesel mechanic and all you want to do is just drive to the shop where you work on diesel engines, you would get yourself a little Geo Metro because you don't need to drive a pickup truck back and forth to your little job working as a diesel mechanic. You cannot do that. Well, you can get even, a Prius, which is Hyundai, also a stat, which is also a status fucking <laughs> thing. Even now. Hyundai makes like high end cars. Now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. They don't. Yeah, yeah I mean, but Hyundai came in. In I remember this in the nineties in the arts, like these these car companies started, like Kia and Hyundai, where they Saturn. were. Yeah, where they were, they were, they were there to make cheap shit boxes so that like people with not a lot of money could get a new car. Oh, so the, the, what usually would tend to happen, at least with the, the the working class people that I knew, is you would have what you would call oh. your beater. You drive your beater around, and then you've got your nice vehicle that you use on the weekend. And a lot of times it would be a muscle car. It could be a pickup truck. Right. But there's no no reason to be driving around in your nice vehicle that's usually bad on gas when you could just have a fucking metro. Right. And and now and, – and, and, dude, the number of country folks I knew that literally worked as mechanics and just drove around in little shitbox beaters, it, it was unbelievable. Right. I was and, just going to say to you – that's not an option anymore. And, and I was additionally, just, I was just going to say to you, what about the Toyota Yaris, Yaris? And it's like, oh – I just searched it. Toyota Yaris has been discontinued as of 2020. Right. And additionally, additionally. <laughs> and it was probably 40 grand. And additionally, like any fucking car, cars now and also in, because like price inflation, here's something libertarians never saw. Price inflation is going crazy while money supply and is dealer contracted. markup. Oh my God. I found out about the dealer markup oh. rates. It's like 50 to 80% on shit. I use 2020 Toyota Yaris right. is $22,000. So I don't want to, so this is, this is, this is, this is also part of the same issue. Like you're mm-hmm. being, because you're being priced out of cars. It's not just the electric cars that are doing it. It's all fucking cars. People That's are being too. priced out of all fucking cars. And so, and this is something that this traffic soy boy would love. And mm-hmm. and here's my fundamental issue, which I want to get to about this guy. The idea of your walkable cities, I'm not against that in principle. I think walkable cities no, with nice not. neighborhoods and market squares and things like that, that's fine. And people should be able to enjoy Instead, that. We have muggable cities. But the problem is he will not tell you. And Daily Rake does get to this somewhat towards the end of his article. He will not tell you why the main reason you can't enjoy that is it's not SUVs. It's not pickup trucks. Mm-hmm. It's not internal combustion engines. It's not suburbanites. It's niggers. Yeah. It's niggers. And the reason you go and you start praising Amsterdam, where a lot of people ride bikes around Amsterdam, and there's a lot of bike lanes and stuff, and I never would have criticized Amsterdam for that before because I don't care what Amsterdam does. Amsterdam can make bike lanes in their city, and they can have a bunch of nerdy white people riding around on them. The other funny thing, if you watch this Not Just Bikes Guys videos, you don't see fucking black people in them. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Like, you see, he has all these shots of, like, white hipsters. Is that actually the guy? Or is that just, like... Oh, a, is that a not him? I assume that was him. No, maybe it is. I don't know. It could very well be. Cause I think is it the Daily be. Rake misleading me? I think it is. But what's funny is, the reason this guy goes to Europe, the reason he goes to Amsterdam, and he probably goes to, like, Denmark, too, is because you can't show a walk... You can't give an example 
of a walkable yeah, city. Him. Yeah, that's him. You can't give an example in America of a walkable city with bike lanes because of blacks. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the more, this is for me at least, for my interest in the kind of narratives I want to For the out. other urbanite traffic soy boys, you can't show us a fucking public transportation system that's functional without... <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, so New York City. So, so, so New York City. There's a lot of the kind of guys like this with this kind of attitude that were living in New York City in the aughts, and they were living in parts of they were Williamsburg and Bushwick, and they were riding bikes or they were rollerblading or riding skateboards or other like things like that around. And um, and and also Alex can hate this guy because this guy says he's not a cyclist because he doesn't. He doesn't. No, he rides. He wants to ride a bike around his city. He wants to be a bike messenger around his city, like a faggot, right? So what's the message? I'm gay. The mes- yes, he just the message is I'm a fag. <laughs> the, message. the message is I'm a shitty fag with all kinds of stupid priors that, that like make me retarded. So, so what this guy does? So it's one thing to ride a, a cycle. I'm this, gay. To, to ride a bike like in a semi-competitive <laughs> way, like Alex. It's another thing Wait, to be like. It? I just no, want to ride my. It's a very different mentality because he has the mentality of like I'm very scared of cars. Traffic and things. He also has a mentality. I want to ride. I'm a faggot hipster that wants to ride a fixie around. Like, in, I don't want to ride a bike. I want to ride cock. Oh, he probably rides. But he's like, I don't actually put a bike seat on my bike. Bike messengers here. I am gay. Message mm. delivered. Dude, us, when us, I worked us, in New York, uh, us Chad road cyclists, we're sort of we're sort of almost like kind of like uh, the Islamic worst people militants. on earth. We're, oh. we're we're like Islamic militants. We might die any second due to some drunk to pick up truck, and we're and, and we're like, inshallah. Right. You're, well, the, you're the only people that get hit by a car, and about like 30% of the people who hear about it will be like sympathetic with the guy who hit you. Well, so, well they, I'm, probably, I'm actually, they probably were halfway across the lane there. I'm even and then more sympathetic. The guy probably beeped out of it and he flipped him off. I'm even more sympathetic <laughs> with someone who hits a hipster on a fixie inside of a city. Oh, yeah, that's I'm not, I'm, kills I'm, I'm, I think everybody's Sympathetic's on the side. not the right word there. Yeah. Enthusiastically, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, wish so, I, had, I wish I had a law degree so I could come defend you in court. Right. That's right. So, <laughs> Pro bono. Even, even if you're black. <laughs> uh, particularly, actually. But I would say, I would say this. So. The thing is, like, it's really funny. When I was reading it, I was like, of course this guy is in Amsterdam. And, of course, the shots on the street that he's showing are all these happy Dutch people, these nerdy, funny, kind of corny Dutch people riding around on their bikes in these bike lanes in Amsterdam. And, of course, Amsterdam is like that. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it? Because if that's something that the Dutch like and if Dutch with one very white society, very sort of, you know, it's, it's a very urban. Netherlands is a very tiny country, and it's very it's very urbanized. It's like a big, a few big mm. cities, and then and then like suburbs. There's not really much open countryside there. There's some, but not much. And so yeah, people ride their bikes around a lot. It's what the country was known for because of, of how densely packed it was. It's like, and if you live in in a city, there's no reason for it to have a car. You can ride a bike. In a lot of parts of Europe, people ride Vespas everywhere. Right, they're riding these motor scooters because they. You know, I was in Italy Oof. in the middle of Rome, and like, there's just, you cannot have the cars are literally these minis, right? Or Vespas everywhere, parked all over the streets are Vespas. I am that's gay. I am gay. People, look, I am again, gay. I have a Vespa. Look, again, I remember. I don't, I don't really associate Vespa. There was a big, there was a big marketing. There was a big marketing push for them in the aughts, I remember. Like, the well, Vespa the reason that are... they were pushing them in the aughts here was so that faggot Americans who liked Europe without wanting to admit that they liked a white culture, that's the other thing that pisses me off about these people. Everything you want is white. Everything you want is white, but you won't admit it, and you can't. You won't acknowledge that you can't have it in America. And it's oh, hi guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption, not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you. We need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz/paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel. 
Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Not because of cars. Because this, to me, is the fundamental dishonesty of this faggot. You can't have what you want in America because of blacks ruining cities in America. You could have what you want if you would be a racial discriminatory person. If you would, if you would say racial, if you, if you would admit that racial discrimination is what will give you your walkable cities with bike lanes, I would be completely on your side, but you won't. If you will admit that the reason in Amsterdam you get what you can see more of what you like is because Amsterdam is less far along the road to racial integration than America is, if you would admit that every fucking city in America, the reason you can't have a walkable city is because it just becomes, as you said, a muggable city where the walking people become mugged people. Oh. The public transportation in New York City is is dangerous. People get thrown on the tracks. There's piss and rats everywhere. And that's because it's it's a city filled with blacks. If you go to, uh, you know, if you even go to Europe, like there are, Europe, has its problems, but it is not as bad as America in this. Like, I was watching that Japanese guy show, Tech Lead, and he did a recent video where he goes to all the capitals of the Nordic countries, and he talks about how much better it is than America. He's like, look, while he's saying the thing, like, walkable streets, town squares, not trash isn't everywhere, and he, he's, he, though, is, he knows about the issue, and so he's doing all kinds of racist dog whistles, right, because he's, he's kind of a shitlord, that guy, right? And so he's, well, saying, he's also most likely to be thrown onto the train tracks. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. Well, that's why he moved like, he, he, yeah, he's also does the thing traveling as a billionaire. So he just like, he's got a lot of money so he can travel wherever he wants whenever he wants and doesn't have to work. Not on so the subway. Whatever. So, yeah, so he's, so, so my point is this. It's like, I don't actually fundamentally have a problem with the idea of a walkable city, bike lanes and all that. That's fine. The issue is blacks. The issue is race. And and if this guy won't admit to race, that's why he goes down all these stupid rabbit holes and makes all these dumb errors. Because he's you're, trying... You're, 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 killing, you're killing me with all these political meta-narratives whenever I just want to, well, actually, not just bikes, and Daily Rake at the same time. I want to do the thing the commenters Fine. do. Okay. But Daily Rake is 100% right. But, 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 but here's my thing. No, I'm no, no, not no, even weighing in specific, on that. There's a specific thing, and I want to autistically tear into it. Okay, well... They, both of them fucked up on this. That's fine. Both of them fucked up on it, but but here's my thing. Daily Rake is more right than the other guy, and Daily Rake does towards the end of the article oh, actually no, 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 get I'm to specifically about the interior space. I thing. don't really give a shit about that. I, well, I do. That's fine. We'll get to you. You'll have your turn. <laughs> the thing is, Daily Rake does get to it, and I was like champing at the bit reading his article, and he does get to it at the end. That like is this guy? Um, I think he shows a picture of this guy where he's like, is this guy in favor of the one thing? That makes that would make cities more walkable, and then he shows him holding up like a Black Lives Matter, like George Floyd sign at a protest. He's like, I oh, think that okay. was a different article. Uh, oh, whatever. It, it's the same. Maybe it was a different one, but I mean, there's twenty something parts of this series. You can go. There's a, there's one of these where he does make that point, and he also makes the point about how this guy doesn't talk about Daryl Brooks, like yeah. the one guy who actually killed a bunch of people in an SUV. <laughs> he doesn't mention it. So yeah, and the thing I did was I then went to the channel and I looked at the videos and I saw all the pictures, all the thumbnails. And all the all the images and all the all the B roll in his videos of all white people in like Amsterdam or Denmark riding around, and it's just like, okay, this is so obvious, you fucking idiot, and and your whole thing with suburbs and trucks, all this shit is a, is avoiding the issue, and like we can all admit, like, okay, there's some negative externalities, there's some big problems with suburbanization, and and 
yes, the design of suburbs are atrocious and things like that. And older older suburbs were not designed as atrociously as newer ones. I grew up in a suburb that was older. It had it was it was it was actually an organic town that grew up because it was near New York City and it had a town square. It had walkable su- sidewalks. People could walk around. All that stuff, right? But it was also something only rich people or relatively upper middle class people could live. So you can't have, like, that's not everywhere. The problem is fundamentally, when people discuss these issues, suburbs, cities, country, this or that, it's always missing the point, in my view. The point is, you can't have a choice of the type of environment you'd like to live in, whether urban, suburban, small town in America, (laughs) because you're always running from something. You're always running from something, and the thing you're running from is race. That's that's the final end of my rant. Now you guys can do your swamp creature has a good point in the comments of prep. Remember we mentioned the cafe standards and throughout this video, not just bikes for whatever reason is lamenting the loss of station wagons. And this was sort of a thing that I was I didn't know if it was for sure, but something if I was the kind of guy to like check up on my claims that I want to make, he says cafe standards in the eighties were the death knell of the station wagon. Yeah, they were. That's actually the exact. Point they were the daily death nail of a bunch of shit. But oh like, my God. but like, station wagons were fucking gas guzzlers. We, big we had Corvettes with like 190 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and that's that's it like was the, a dark time. And that's also what's so funny is that this this not just bikes guy. One of the one of the fundamentally dumbest things he says is that SUVs are really bad for cities. But then he he goes on opining about how great station, station wagons, wagons are. I'm like, you think you can park a station wagon in a city? Station They're wagons, longer than SUVs. It's just not as tall. Yeah. But Station the, wagons When are, you park, remember, mm. when you parallel park, the issue is how long your vehicle is, right. not how tall it is. This guy would have this guy would have you believe that the cafe standards were written specifically to create demand for the SUV and that like the government colluded with General Motors to create this Cadillac Escalade out of cafe standards. The 1970s true. didn't happen. There was no OPEC embargo. My parents did not have to like alternate which days they got their tanks filled up in the 70s. That was, that was all imagine that was all imaginary. Well, I have <laughs> I have actually two cars. I'm cuz I'm rich, right? I have an SUV and then I have an old ass I have three cars. And one of them an, works. I have an old ass um one yeah, of them so works. It's every young American story. I had multiple vehicles. One of them occasionally works. Yeah, yeah. So I have I have one I SUV. Use that one to drive to the Autoport store. To get and I have one big ass boat sedan, which is a, a Lincoln Town, an old 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 Lincoln Town car, which is great. But do I don't drive start, it that much. Do you start the thing regularly? So it doesn't. Yes, just, okay. yes, I do. It gets driven at least once. Do a I, week. I always think about that thing and I worry no, about it. It gets driven just... once a week. At okay. Least, because because okay. I want to make sure yeah it doesn't it doesn't go go out of uh, go out of style. Yeah. Or, well, it's never going to go out of style. I don't want to make sure exactly. It's always in style. Want to make sure it's still no, but it still runs. But dude, do you know how much harder it is to like parallel park oh my God. the Lincoln than the SUV? It's fucking impossible. To, like, and the thing is, the Lincoln doesn't have the backup cam. You know what it is? It just has like the beep 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 beep. In the, in the SUV, you just have this false sense of security. You can't possibly hit anything, so you're just more brazen with your parallel parking uh, technique. Uh, actually, in the town car, you actually. Yeah. Like, oh I'll say it is actually easier to parallel park an SUV. No, you just feel that way. True, female driver. Female driver. Female drivers can't really do anything. Female drivers should visit Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I agree with them on. But anyway, uh, but anyway, yeah. So again, I just feel like the discussion, the discussion from the fucking. Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. Tag it. Not just, but it just misses the fucking point. Well, of it course just, it does. It just it's, misses. This is the all. Whole this point. is all window dressing for the point. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is a distraction. And what annoys me, and I just got to say, when I was reading his Reddit post where he's talking about himself as an urbanist creator, I was like, all right, I just hope you get hit by a car. Like, like when, when you tell you when you tell me you're an urbanist creator, I'm just like, all right, you know what? Like, and then he's just, part of a revolutionary movement. As, not, as I explained, you are not, part of the you are part of the Jew establishment's yeah. fucking plot. You are you are advertising for it. You're getting 1.5 million views from idiots that don't know any better because you are and doing as propaganda. The Daily for, points out as the Daily Rake points out, his videos are loaded with sidelong anti-white comments. Just mm-hmm. just loaded with them. Just yep. consistent. Consistent because like, the suburbanite is white. You can right. mostly just yes. assume that because right. they who has ran, who is who went running screaming from cities to go find someplace peaceful to live. Right. Who needs a car because of that? Right. Exactly. White so you can't you can't criticize the phenomena and and see if they do criticize the phenomena of it, they will attack the white people because they want to get away from blacks. Mm-hmm. They will say it's their their race. This racism of whites is. And I'm like, okay, so theoretically, if there was nothing wrong with blacks and the white people fleeing them were just stupid and racist, creating this monstrosity suburbanization with, with fucking big truck, why can't blacks have your walkable, nice walkable cities themselves that you as the white hipster can go and join? But all those fucking white hipsters that went out to fucking Bushwick and Williamsburg and all that shit, they're getting fucking shot. I remember there was this one dude, we were talking about it a couple years ago during the Black Lives Riot, some fucking faggot hipster sitting on his porch in Bushwick, Brooklyn, got his spinal cord severed by a straight bullet from a nigger shootout. Oof. Like, this is the kind of shit that happens. So, like, uh, you know, and Stryker and I were talking about that. Like, that's just one story. That's just one that I remembered because it was kind of an extreme issue, situation there. Um, uh, what about that kid? What about that kid in Albany who got hacked apart with a sword? Remember that? That story we talked talk about. Last I remember night that. Mike and Warren. It's on the. Uh, See, wasn't he a volunteer in a shelter or something? He this was a, this a was homeless a, shelter. A homeless nigger had a sword on him. Yeah, and he had his dude apart. And yeah. actually, the guy would have died if the nigger didn't suddenly decide to just run away. But anyway, there's an update on it. He he actually came out with a video suggesting that there should be hate crimes charges because the guy was yelling "white devil." This guy's name was John Romano, and the new videos he's come what? out with. There's new videos he's come out with on TikTok that are really. Not they're really upsetting. He shows like his injuries. He can't move his hands. His arms are all fucking disfigured. His hands are like he's I can kind of hold my my fingers, and this sucks. But whatever. I'm glad I'm not dead. And I'm like Jesus Christ. So yeah, but he has come out with videos saying you know uh, uh, this guy should be charged with hate crimes. And of course the nigger DA and all, but he won't do it. No, of course not. But like this is my thing. This is why your urbanization shit. Like you can't have urbanization. You libtard fucking antifa faggot. And you're probably some rich piece of shit, which is why you're over. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. We're there in Amsterdam all the time. You know, it's just, it just, it just disgusts me. It just disgusts me. And I, I, I'm less caring about him making like mathematical errors in cargo space issues than just the fundamental, the fundamental piece of shit. The, they all did that. Okay, so that, that's the topic I wanted to get to. Can you pull up that image of the comparison here with the, the Escalade? Right. Yeah, I got it right here. All right, I'm going to blow your mind why it actually loses interior space. Because neither of these people know the reason why. Probably because they don't have a copy of chassis engineering laying around. All right, so there's your Escalade, right? I'm going to show you what is inside of that Escalade that is killing the interior space. Check uh, this out. A nigger? No, this. <laughs> there's a big fat nigger. There's, like a, there's a big fat rapper in there. Like, like, like a 500-pound woman? 
Like a 500 pound black woman. A woman got her way to Mexico to get a tummy tuck. What am I looking at here? That's what's that killing me. That is a full frame. That is a ladder frame. Okay. That is what you have a body bolted on top. That is what's killing your interior space. Because if you look at the back of that thing, you've got that ladder frame up there. It's raising the, tr- the, the cargo area. Whereas the other vehicle is a unit body. It does not have this. The the frame is part of the the shell of the car, so it's always going to it's always going to have more interior space. But it doesn't have. But it frame. doesn't have. But it doesn't. Now the Escalade has more interior space than the Subaru. Like, like it doesn't well, matter how you, you slice have it. A, a black it, woman it does, on the way to but Mexico. it's not. It's not doing it efficiently. And actually, I cannot think of why you would want a full frame in an Escalade because you're but, not pulling but, but here's trailer the thing. with it. What about the black woman getting the tummy tug? That's what really. Well, she's dead. Oh, oh no, she then, survived. Yeah. Didn't she? What no, you're looking at with Escalade is basically a pickup know. truck that has has a SUV body bolted onto it. Right. Okay, so, so and this, this is the thing that really annoys me when I read shit like this. People go, ground clearance. I mean, you know, I'm like, you mean ride height? Well, ride height has nothing whatsoever to do with the, the potential for interior space because that's just – that's something I could set up by raising or lowering the car. That's, that's another thing that the not just bikes fact, guy goes on about is 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 like – Yeah, like, the wheel clearance, which is just like I don't care. But well, I don't really care about any of this stuff. Mm. But like <laughs> – well, it's just funny. It's just funny a that he's. A car, it's a tool. It's just funny that, like, like, I mean, I this really is what, this interested. is what gets me. Like, I don't have to listen to anything you've ever said because when he says there's 121 cubic feet available in the Escalade and in the Subaru, there's 75, and he's trying to tell you that 75 is bigger than 121. Uh, is that really just, what he's doing? Though? Not, yes, mean, that's what he's doing. All right. He's pretending. He's pretending that the. He's ignoring the fact that the Escalade has. Three rows of seats. The Subaru has two. Okay. Well, whatever. So he's basically looking at only the third row. He's and also the second ignoring row. like niggers. Yeah. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. So, you know, like to me, he does, pre- a- he does pretend that the Cadillac Escalade is like the chosen soccer mom vehicle, not like the. Not like, yeah, that's another funny thing. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the Most who, people aren't driving those who around. Who wants luxury Escalades? Anthony, not just this, bikes. This, this, by the way, is why that ladder frame well. thing is important because these things are so horrible on fuel precisely because they're fucking heavy as shit. You're carrying around so much steel that you're Right, and they're also carrying around 500 pound black women. They're also. <laughs> They're also carrying 500-pound black women to Mexico to get tummy tucks. Well, in that's that case, also you terrible need the fuel. ladder frame to support the obese Well, so needs. then, They're, actually, it's a very utilitarian vehicle. See? Yeah, now there is and a valid reason to have one. It's a sport utilitarian vehicle. Yeah, these huge, fat niggers need these massive cars with these ladder frames. Because they, they would, yeah, because otherwise... And they, need the that, and, and they also need that wheel clearance. They need that undercarriage clearance, because otherwise they don't want to be hitting... They don't want to be constantly sparking, like, right. bouncing against the street with... The, yeah, it's... Yeah. You know? You got, if you got, because you got, what, what kind of spring rates do you need on a You got three niggers like in there. You got a ton of nigger. And, and so, like, you're going to be scraping. <laughs> a ton of nigger. You're going to be scraping the bottom so the of the street. the other thing that starts with the ladder frame is that's where you can bolt your hydraulic lift system to get the nigger in and out. Yeah, because you need to do that, you right? Just weld straight to the frame and then have all your hydraulics. Mm. And the extra weight's going to keep the vehicle from tipping as you're levering, leveraging them up into the air to get into the vehicle. Right. And, and the other thing you got to worry about is when you take sharp turns and those niggers are all pressed against one side of the vehicle, Ooh, that's yeah. going to really 
you need to tippage. center your niggers. Yeah, tippage. <laughs> you need to have a. You need to have. Your, you need to have even wider ones. You need, you need to put it really in humbies. It's too wide to tip, right? You need to. Just, like, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> Such a good. I'm surprised series. this dude didn't do a thing. He maybe he did about how SUVs roll over more because TDC too high keeps saying more. he's not gonna like. I want TDC to do these forever. I want him to keep watching this content and just like writing a long article about how mad he is about the. I want him to focus more on how everything that this guy says he wants is destroyed by black people, and he'll never admit. I it. like when he. I but I also like when he destroys these. Like, here's my novelty take. The novelty is that it's wrong. Yeah, and then TDC goes like, "This is how it's wrong." Like, uh, let's get the let's get the measuring tape out, and oh yes, an escalator is bigger. And also, but he's also wrong because of black people. And he, the reason he's sure, coming he does up, both. The novelty takes that he's coming up with, I, I almost feel like it's like it's specifically designed. Because the other thing is, knowing having lived in New York City, around people like that, okay, around people like that, and knowing <laughs> what they're about, like they, everything they want. I have said this five times already. It's just it's so yeah, irritating. It. it is very irritating. It is so irritating. And it's like the th- and and I've seen and watched. As their hopes and dreams, I've watched personally as their all of the stupid things that they want are destroyed by niggers. I have watched when I lived in Bushwick, Brooklyn. That sounds very satisfying. Actually, it's actually quite, once you once you start to have the attitude that we have, and I even had it because even then when I was, I was a libertarian that didn't really much care about racism, um, or I did like I wasn't racism is the worst thing. I didn't think that I was like people should be allowed to live away from blacks if they want or whatever. But I would also laugh because these kids, these hipsters in this apartment, there was this park nearby, and they would go to do, like, cleanup in the park. And, of course, the park was a mess. And the park was a mess because it was because all niggers. Was, yeah. and it was, like, niggers and Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and stuff that lived in this neighborhood. <laughs> and they, they would, one... Let's go clean the park up, guys. They would clean it up, and then it would become, like, a mess. And then it would become, like... Uh, you know, and and the, and the local people would never join in. They would look at these people like they were strange yeah. for cleaning up. They what would, the hell's the matter with you? They wouldn't like they wouldn't like stop them or go attack them. At least not that I knew of. But I know like they would be these people would be frustrated because they would want the locals, the people that lived there before that what that they were gentrifying. They we're would being want the them, change we want to see in this city. Why won't they, they would join want us? Them to like get involved and join, and they never did. And there was this, they would have this block party where they would, the, the, some group, neighborhood association would come in, they would put like rides in the streets and there would be tables and stuff. And the, the locals would go and do that because it was like a party type thing. Yeah. Right? And so you'd get like, would they clean hipsters, up after? Hipsters would go on this, they had that ride where you strap in and you spin around. Hipsters would be going on this ride with like the locals and stuff. And one of my friends actually was chess race. And he he did this thing where he beat like five niggers at once in chess. He had five different games going because he had played in high school and he'd gotten a ranking and everything. So and he's like, and he always say, "Oh, these black." He was kind of like also libertarian, didn't care about racism. He's like, these black guys always think they know how to play chess, and he's like, they love it. They always talk about chess. They like there's if they're like a fucking chess genius. They're listening to like Wu Tang Clan and they think like that. And so he'd be like, you took on like five of them at once at the block party because they had the benches that are like yeah. chess boards you know like they have those anyway mm-hmm. whoever so. it, it was really funny just watching them watching these people always be continually disappointed and then ultimately it got to the point where people were getting assaulted outside the building and then it would also get to the point where people would have parties and they would the local blacks and puerto ricans would like come in to the building to go to the parties and one time one of my friends was actually a dj at one of these parties 
and it was getting oh, it was getting out of control. Like too too many local blacks no. and Puerto Ricans were coming in. So what he did? Play the classical music. He put no. He played putting on the Ritz, <laughs> and they fucking <laughs> piled out. Of the fucking, it was actually funny. I remember I was That's in the risky. hallway. That's risky. They didn't, they didn't smash suddenly, anything on their way out. Like, no, well, it was it was risky. Oh hi, here's another interruption. This pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. But all these niggers in Puerto Ricans just started pouring out of the of the uh, of the roots. of the because when they was just playing oh, like electronic God. house music and shit, like just bumping it, like they didn't care. That's fine with them, right? It's just beats. But when he puts on like some corny shit, and he did it on purpose, so you know it's always helpful for these communities to have at least one right winger in them who's going to like do something. Like that, who's going to know like here's so, how you get rid of niggers? Just play something that's like kind of corny. Now he didn't even have the idea of classical. It was like this is corny. They'll leave. So twelve fifteen on the beast coast. It's time to switch topics. We have to the, the continuation of ruining the first hour. We're going to do Star Trek content now. Well, I feel like this hour wasn't ruined because I managed to interdict the idea of car autism. with Just do the bit. Tell the audience they're listening to something bad. It's fun. It's just a fun bit. You're a fun guy. Fine. So, in the vein of like a... Of like, there's like, there's some evidence of of like the Jews sort of like pulling back on the stick a little bit on a lot of things. Would you agree that there's some evidence of that? Other there's than other than the January them, 6th. There's evidence of them attempting Attempting it. to do yeah. that. And the latest thing is they've pulled up on the stick regarding Star Trek content. Yes. They have given... We, I we, am we've, been, we've been watching uh, the Red Letter Media bits on on season three of Star Trek Picard. We all watched one and two with them. Mm-hmm. And they were just like... It was the usual Kurtzman, J.J. Abrams, just like hack Jews who have never... They have no business in show business other than right. they're just other Jews and they know people. They didn't... Red Letter Media didn't understand. But well, yeah. their their videos on Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery Highly are anti-Semitic. deeply anti-Semitic. They don't so, know it. They don't know. I want to I I set the stage a little bit here because the first person I noticed was Dave Cullen from Computing Forever. He got to watch all the show and he posted a video where he's like, "Ah, oh, wow, actually, it's pretty good." Well, what I'm gathering from my watching of the reviews is like they gave the sh- they took the show away. Well, Kurtzman's name is still on it, but he's not the showrunner. Producer. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. gave it to a guy who is. A Star Trek fan, yeah, he's some nerd. Who knows? He done this he, before. He knows he the lore and he cares about it. He yeah. knows the characters mm-hmm. and he can actually come up with scenarios and things for them to do that doesn't make you want to slit your throat and hang yourself. It's like, wow, you mean instead of giving like the show production to just like a stupid kike who like wants to like shake up, shake and not stir, like a concoction of all right, ah. Uh, well, we'll have Picard's mother hang himself. We'll have this one be poor and nick the drugs. We'll have and like just put all these like dumb the like pouring on drugs we'll, thing was just the most. And we'll, we'll have we'll have them go back in time real. to 2023 where they have to fight climate change and a Trump fascist movement all at once. And, and we'll they just have, to take have the side of Beaners. Yeah, and we'll just do. We'll have the, all this Tim nauseating comes in and, and, is and we'll have them and, do. And I have looked upon the stars and, uh, and, and just, it's amazing. Like you can create content. If you just give it to the people that care about Do it. Do you want to know what's annoying, though? Mm. Is I loved the ones where they were attacking how shitty it was so much more. That's the thing I hate. Like, watching like, the video I watched sucks. the like, video I, last night when it came out. I was like, oh, sweet. And, and, I was, and then so they were bored. like, when I saw Rich Evans say, like, this is good, I was like, fuck. My guard is almost down. So I watched I watched the whole hour you know of, the, of the video. Rich Evans He's grown up Ralphie Wiggum. Yes. <laughs> I, watched the, I watched the whole video, and I was... Because uh, I, I enjoy watching it, but I was also like... Am I the only one who's actually watched the show? Probably. 
Probably, yeah. yeah I'm not going to watch the show. There's four. no way. I, no matter what, here's the one thing they did say at the end, which was that um, at the end, Mike talks about the production design of the shows. Yeah, with the and darkness. that yeah. is what ruins it for me. That's why if they were not doing that kind of production design, if they were actually doing the old, nice, well-lit, comfy feel enterprise of the old days, I would watch it. Well, but it because, feels, and I know they've said this before, it feels like the Star Trek Next Generation movie that you never got, mm-hmm. and it, it's shot kind of the same way. Well, that's what they say. It definitely say. does feel like a Star Trek movie. But you know what's funny? I just like... Warren will probably like it if Warren watches it. Maybe he will, but my thing is... I, I know, that, I've gotten a feel for his taste, and he seems to like this, the Star Trek Next Generation movies, which kind of dumbfounds me a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's, that's a little strange. That's a little odd. But, but here's, here's my good, Warren. <laughs> but here's my thing. One of the things I love about you know, I like the old, old Trek because it's corny and funny. And I like the, the, the mid, the eighties and nineties Trek because it feels comfy. Like it's so comfy. Like when you start a new episode, they're on this luxury, they're like this luxury cruise liner. And, and like, I don't know, like something about it. I'm like, I want to live in that world. I want to live on the enterprise. What is it? The enterprise D or whatever it is. Yeah. The one from, I love that. I, it looks so cool. It looks so nice. And and when I see these new, these metallic, darkly lit sets, I'm like, okay, I guess that's very sci-fi, but it doesn't appeal to me. It's not someplace I would want to be, and that's what Mike was saying, too. Yeah. I'm, like, totally on board with him with this, but that's... The, the, the writing is actually competent, and it's, it's like, it really sort of underlines how incompetent the Jewish writing was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, like, characters have setups and payoffs. Uh, things happen for a reason. It's mostly believable. They're not One cha- of the things I appreciated was there's a captain, right? And um, Picard and Riker show up, and the captain's like, oh, fuck. And These like, fucking the guys exact, are here. That's the reaction yeah. that you would have. Because the first thing you'd be thinking as a captain is, you're going to get my ship blown all to hell. Yeah. Because you people have destroyed Every, how many Everywhere flagships? you people go, <laughs> there's, like, there's like seven seasons of these people like facing death. <laughs> we're facing energy clouds. It's like, we're either, it's like there's two options here. We're going to almost die, or we're going to ride into an energy cloud, and we're going to be stalled for hours and have to figure some out dumb fucking fake (laughs) Like a weird, obnoxious alien is going to take the form of a middle-aged man and take us through, like, odd brain teaser scenarios. If if, if you're a captain in Starfleet, (laughs) and those those assholes show up on your bridge, it's like, oh, Oh, god damn it. I've heard about you people. But, But it's interesting that they're not, so they're not just chasing, like... This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Writestuff.biz slash paywall. MacGuffin, which gets them to next MacGuffin, and then next MacGuffin, and then next MacGuffin, and then Super Enemy. Like, they're not doing that, right? Like, that's what that's what they did. That's what the Kikes did to Star Wars. Mm. It's like the final Star Wars was like MacGuffin, MacGuffin, MacGuffin. MacGuffin. And another thing I watched, uh, have you ever seen that, like, Doomcock guy on YouTube? You probably... Yep. Yep, I'm familiar. I am Overlord DVD Doomcock. Like, he... He does all this. He does content where he kind of shits on Disney, and he has spies. Mm. Like they're pulling mm. back there too. Like they're kind of like their entire content. Uh, they've also noticed that their content empire is in shambles. That they're mm. just losing money everywhere. He of course gives it to go woke, go broke. It's like eh, it's kind mm. of. But. Well, the thing is that like if they go if they get woke, go broke thing. Uh, it's just with Jews you lose, and this yeah. cro- this crop of media Jews they're just midwit retards. Remember, they don't know I'm, what they're I'm doing. Now, like JJ Abrams, right? See, JJ Abrams fooled me one time, right? I was never fooled. I watched Lost. 
Uh-huh. That he was, was fucking retarded. This was, but that was his big thing. That was yeah. like this is. And, the know, only thing was like it just doesn't make sense. Well, so the whole was thing the was like we have posed. We've spent three seasons posing all these interesting questions, mysteries. But what? Like why Never is there a polar an, no, bear on a desert? No island? answers for any of it. Yeah. Just like just run it until we have to cancel the show. Yeah. And that's they can't. You can only do that like one time. Right. But instead, they hand him Star Trek. Then they hand him Star Wars twice. Like yeah. they. they so it's. I think yeah, it's kind there, of interesting. There's, there's, there might there's be. evidence that they're they're yanking hard on the stick because I, I know yeah. Warner Brothers had a leadership change, mm-hmm. and this this new guy comes in there and he immediately just starts canceling movies <laughs> left and right. He he literally canceled a movie that was complete or mostly complete and was like, Nah, we're not doing that. Well, nah, you movie. got like a female black woman as the lead. Nah. <laughs> Nah, we've done enough Cause damage. Because they're not gonna. It's also they're just not gonna make any money with that movie. Supposedly, well, they seem to be consciously trying to salvage the brand. Like they know the brand has been damaged by this type of thing by like constantly casting black women, uh, strong female women stuff. They they know. Are they still doing the Star brand. Trek Discovery? Because there's no main character in Star Trek Discovery that isn't a black woman. I know they're doing the Strange New Worlds bit or whatever it's called. Yeah, which is Star going, Trek Brave which is, New again, World. Going back to. Yeah. Where there's a white male captain, but there's but everybody else is like takes lesbian. Like a lesbian right? It's horrible. And then I, I, I didn't even know like how it. bad it was. I saw the shot in the video from Red Letter Media last night where they were like how the Michael Burnham, who's a black woman named Michael, uh, anyway, puts on like I guess an angel suit in Star Trek Discovery to go and fight something, and I'm like, that's not at all. Star- what are they trying to do Evangelion or something here? Like, what is this? Like, it's just it's fucking retarded. Get in the robot, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I said when I saw the scene, I was like, "That's not Star Trek." Whatever that is, whatever that is, with this with a mulatto woman inside of an angel spacesuit fighting space they monsters. A, that's some, not Star they Trek. showed a couple of clips in their last review where it's like they're like all the crew members making these snarky comments, like, oh, "I love my job." It's like, and they're like, "You're supposed to be a military." Like, why are you making all these like just another day at the office? Like weird, like. Yeah, I hate all those clips from Discovery where like yeah. where they they make and then like was it someone's like working at a control panel and they turn and they're like yum yum like yeah you know, shit like that way, like, and I'm ah. like, that just makes me that makes me want to die like <laughs> when, when I see that kind of content I'm like I want to throw myself out a window it's so cringy it's like I can't live in in a universe where people like where that's there I and, think I think they're doing that because people are like that now like urbanites who. Work in like these office scenarios where they pretend to do things where they don't make any widgets. This is like how they sound. Like there was that bit in the in the Matrix Four well, where like they're supposed they're to be imitating TV. Though. In the Matrix Four, they're supposed to be mocking like how they're coming up with like whatever their product was in that movie. And it's like these. This is just what the writers' room sounds like. Like wow, these are all awful, insufferable people. No wonder all content sucks because yeah. this is who's doing it. These people with this perspective are writing fanfic. Yeah, and these people trying to do like ironic. Also, just the, the 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 trend of like ironic banter during high stress action scenes. Like, oh, can that can just die, please? Marvelization, Marvel Marvel movie type stuff. Like, just yeah. Every character should sound like Deadpool. Yeah, and the reason they do that oh, is because God. in comic books, during a fight scene, like you have Spider Man making funny jokes because it's like you need a word bubble to read in every panel of the comic, right? So they talk yeah, while they're right. fighting because. One, they also narrate what you're supposed to be picturing in your head is going on in the fight scene, but like blah blah blah, right? But like when you do that in an actual movie, it just sound, it looks retarded. It's retarded. It's wasn't Spider Man one of the, the first characters who was doing this kind of snappy dialogue? Because I, I don't yes. know if anything came before that. Yes, that was sort of like the the um, they made fun of it in the Tobey Maguire movies. 
Yeah, that was sort of they the, had him the, say, the, the Tally call- Ho, like uncomfortably, and that was like the yeah. calling card of of the early Spider Man was that he was wisecracking while fighting the while fighting the uh, bad guys. Yeah, yeah, because the, the other Marvel Universe characters didn't really do that for the most part. Mm, somewhat they did, but yeah, they, they, it would be going on actually. No, it would be going to, on, particularly the stuff that Stan Lee would write. I you would, you would always see that. Crumble. Of course, yeah, of course, Stan Lee. Would. I want this like this all just be a content wasteland. I want every streaming service to just go under. And content yes. is gone. Yes, everyone. Everyone has die. thrown. Everyone has thrown out their media collection. They have no physical media. They have subscriptions, but there's nothing to watch because all these fucking services are insolvent. I want that See, to that, happen that's, so bad. That's, the, that's the, what the Disney's leaning towards. Disney. Disney is supposed, supposedly cutting like three billion dollars from their content creation budget because they've lost millions of subscribers from Disney Plus just because there's no reason to watch it and they're just not going to do stuff anymore. They're going they're starting to outsource content to like other companies cuz they're like we just can't do it. They also are going to make up a lot of their money unless something happens where we don't have a relationship with China anymore. Um they just oof. they can sell they can actually create wholesome content and sell like billions of copies in China. So I I want to talk about the the weird place that I'm in when I watch mm-hmm. Star Trek Picard for a second. Okay, okay. so Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life, and I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. It is 2023. Right. Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation went off the air in 1994. These people are so old. Yeah, it's that, been like 30 not years. Not just that, but... It, the show is aimed at people like me that watched the show when, when I was a kid. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's very jarring. It's like, wait, why are we still doing Star Trek The Next Generation? And, and, it, and the show assumes that you watched the show because it's not just empty fan service. Like, you kind of need to be familiar with Next Generation and, and the films and Voyager and all of that to really understand what's going on in this show. Right. That's it, the, it, that was the sense I got from like it. That's a good thing. Sort of. It, it almost feels like it's just picking up, like in the mid '90s or maybe 2000 ish. Yeah, which, which is which is what they needed to a get a long it. time ago. But the other funny thing is, I actually think that Red Letter Media themselves had something to do with this because remember, Red Letter Media. Have. Well, Red Letter Media, we talk about it, but yeah. they have influence in the industry. Like they know people in the industry, they have friends in the industry, and they also have millions of viewers. Also, and what I, they I, say affects these people. Like they were, they're out. panning of those first two seasons of Picard. They're absolutely destroying it. I think it had something to do. That was some of the funniest content. Which I was ever fucking. Watched. I will rewatch those videos occasionally because the, they. I just haven't the, watched the thumbnails for the videos are the great. Thumbnails, the videos are fantastic, and they. they got, like, they're just like, like dying and decaying. He's like putting a lightsaber through his chin, like. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one too. Yeah. I think that was no. That they did that That's one for else, the but... for the one with um. The Obi Wan series, right? Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. Again, I didn't watch that one though. Like, I'm so uninterested in Star Wars. I didn't even I care about. Po- them I couldn't it. even possibly. St- I watched their thing, and it was just kind of like probably the same reaction you'd have to the show itself. Yeah, yeah I just didn't care. I, I, I but, watched it. It was mediocre. The show or the or the video that they did on. You watched the, the Obi Wan show. The Obi Wan show. I I, I rely on. I would much rather just watch them than watch the show. I feel like I watched Star Trek Picard. I did not the watch Star Trek seasons. Picard. But the thing I wanted to mention real fast is they have done this with Star Trek before. They did it with season two or three or no three and four of uh, Enterprise because that show oh, Rick yeah. Berman and that other idiot 
Uh, oh, they, they, they had run that show into the ground. It was it was not good. And then they brought in fanboys who got it back on the rails. So I never heard that. This. All I've ever heard is that that show's bad. I just never it. could make it. Which, well, is like, it. which is like, how do you fuck up a new Star Trek series with Scott Bakula as your, ca- as your captain? Yeah, it I was been so awesome. fucking excited when they announced it. <laughs> you know what else? You know what really? You know the real reason I could never get into to it? I hate prequels. Okay. Because I don't. Because if if it's a prequel, because it's a prequel going back to even the time before Captain Kirk. There's certain things that and and there's no tension for because you know. Because you know where the universe is going. There's yeah. nothing. It's not that interesting. Like, that's my thing. It's like, I don't really care. And they were trying to do this bit with that show. Like, here's this hopeful future. Humanity's going into space. Like, like this, the world is opening up before the human race. I'm like, you're writing that at a time when everything is the opposite. When when I feel in my life in in America of the '90s of the late '90s, I think that's when that came out, right? America of the late Something '90s, like everything is contracting, everything is getting shittier. There's nothing interesting. There's no broadening, expanding horizons. Things fucking suck. And and I wanted a show, not, not that it reflected that, but I just would have preferred if you just went uh, went further into the future. Why don't you just go further into the future? Why are we doing a prequel? Where, where, and then what pissed me off was that they were on planet Earth a lot. And I was like, I don't want to see planet Earth. <laughs> I want to see outer space. It's always disappointing when yeah. Star Trek is on Earth. Like, yeah. that was the one thing I didn't like about uh, Star Trek The Motion Pictures, like when they were at Starfleet Command, whatever. I was like, come on. And sometimes you had to do that. But get like, it, but it's like, get us out of here. And, and there was actually in Deep Space Nine, the episodes on Earth were kind of interesting. But, like, um, the thing I hated, it starts in a cornfield. The very first scene of Star Trek Enterprise is in a cornfield. I'm like, why? I don't want to see this. Why isn't the first scene a starship in the in deep space someplace? What are you doing? Yeah. Anyway. You're right. Yes, man. The first two seasons of that show were abysmal. I can't get through they were, it. They were really I can't bad. get through it. They did get better third, fourth season, and yeah. then it was too little, you too always, late. And you, then the show, you, the show had the worst, se- the worst finale of any Star Trek show. It was so bad they apologized for it. <laughs> Right. Whereas, like, well, now they just don't apologize. And the other thing is, they, they fundamentally changed the production values. Like the production design of Deep Space Nine and um, TNG and Voyager are all very, very similar. Um, even though Deep Space Nine had like the more gritty feel to the space station, it was still the same kind of production design. Because when you were on a, a Federation starship, it looked like a Federation starship from any other show. But um, Fundamentally, the production design of Enterprise changed. It was going more in the direction of the new the metallic, cold-looking ship. Cinematic lighting doesn't look comfy, doesn't look nice. And I got that because it's like the early... But they made it look like too much like NASA shit. It didn't look sci-fi. It looked too much like something you would see in NASA. Okay. And I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I just A lot of things about it I just didn't like. But anyway. Mm. Anyway. I don't know what else to say about that. Star yeah, this Trek is not really a, a like kind of a Jewish or a racial thing, but I think just generally well, Star speaking, Trek is no, 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 the, down, the absolutely the, the downfall, downfall of, of, of Star Trek is entirely Star, Jewish. Same with Star Wars, all Jewish yeah. and women. And this, I know it's like it's like wokeness, which is just Jewish ideological. Which is Jewish anti-whiteness. Yeah, because no, no, what this, is wokeness? this feeds into a, a, a cultural thing that I've been talking about for a few days now, which is. We hit like a cultural apex, I guess, in mm-hmm. the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've never gone past that. That was the thing I was I mean, just going to say. I forgot. I was thinking about this before you came over. It's like, when will 80s nostalgia ever stop? And the answer won't. is never. When it is won't. there going to be. It won't. I was thinking of 80s nostalgia. It's going to end up like a Gibson Les Paul reissue. 
What's your favorite? Do you like the 1960 Gibson Les Paul? Okay. Well, do you like the real 1960? Do you like the 2014 reissue? The 2002 <laughs> reissue or the 2024 reissue? Like, I don't know if yeah. it's a real no. Yeah. But that's what's happened like with Les Pauls. Like, yeah. I, wa- I want to get a 1960 Les Paul reissue. It's, it's all like, the same oh, one bro, that Jimmy which one's Page the- used. What? It's all the reissue of the same one that Jimmy Page used. Yeah, but, it's like that, but that's like how that, that's how that company works. They just yeah. do like, we're going to reissue the ones we were making in the 70s now. We're going to reissue this. And, and this is like people literally follow. It's so like, which generation of reissue is your favorite? Which is the best one on the collector's market? So it's got to be like, I'm nostalgic for like, I like 2007 era 80s nostalgia. It's like, well, yes. I, I think the that, modern yeah, 80s have, nostalgia have, is like, working out really well. I like the 2023 like, 80s nostalgia exp- pretty good. We have like looping, we have, we have never ending like different, yeah, just yes. different. I like age mid 2000s 80s, 80s nostalgia. Yeah. And so he's like, I, well, I like 20, I think 2013 is peak 80s nostalgia. Yeah, that was, I want, I'm nostalgic for 2013 <laughs> 80s nostalgia. Yeah. The, so we're going to get like multiple layers, like inception level nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, God, there's a there's a new Metallica album. Is it in the? Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought, and you're in this position listening to me right now. Well, because you're listening to the free version of this show, you're not even getting all the content, and now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the you want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio on how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Nostalgic for like the 2000s oh, era Metallica no, nostalgia. No, it's nostalgic for. They're trying to do. They're trying to be just nostalgic for 80s era Metallica. They just can't do it. It keeps blending with bland 90s era Metallica. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. You're just, yeah. You're, that, you're just you're too old. It's, well, that's it's weird growing old in this culture because things that should just disappear, they don't. They hang They're around. still there. Yeah. There's nothing. It's very. I, I, there's nothing new that's I, interesting. Like I got speaking of videos that you get fed. On YouTube now, I do this bit on YouTube where I, I fuck with the algorithm. Where I, when I see something I don't want to watch, I literally say never recommend channel again. Oh, and I see, hate that my my TV app of... used to have that. I have to go on my phone for that button now. Oh, I can I well, can I do not look at it on my on my computer. Oh, I was looking at it on the TV. Yeah, and that's where it's horrible because you can't do never. But usually everything is never recommend channel, never recommend channel. But there's also yeah, I love. But, but then you're not going to get anything interesting by doing that. But you just like annoy. I feel like I just annoy YouTube because it just. I think it, it can make cause. I just don't problems. want them to suggest anything to me. Like everything you have is trash. Just give me a. Just give me a fucking straight feed of Red Letter Media, Seth Zizian, Cash, Internet Historian, and Oc Nation. Uh, Oc Nation. <laughs> and uh, and oh, and I've I just I just uh, subscribed the other day to uh, the there's the the Nick and Sam Hyde channel that they have like. MDE something clips. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, they don't put out new stuff though. I keep it's still good. Like I was watching, one. I was watching Nick like make fun of, make fun of like housing uh, listings on Zillow. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> that, that I could see being. It funny, was pretty yeah. good. So yeah, um, I don't know. I was going to say something, but I forget what it was. It's it's just very. I I, I feel like my my parents when they they were younger and they they grew older they saw the things that were cool pass away and nobody talks about that stuff anymore. Yeah. But for my generation, no, 
It's you're caught in this weird time warp where the yeah. things that you liked when so, you were a kid. This connects, still there. Yeah, there's stuff when I was in like 1990, was 1990 when I'm like 11, right? There was stuff that was 20 years old, 30 years old that no one would ever speak of again. That's not true if you're 11 and the reason in 2020. Is because of racism. So oh. here's here's the bit. So we have no idea what this country would look like culturally without the Jewish cultural revolution of the 1960s. Yeah. And 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 there were certain things that were Jewish even even the media from before that was still very Jewish but it was it was almost like this saccharine like overly overly conservative smiley picture of everything and if you read if you see Hollywoodism or if you read an empire of their own which is by a Jew, Neil Grabler. Literally, his name is Grabler. Neil Grabler is the Jew that wrote uh, uh, Empire of Their Own, which is about Jewish Hollywood. A book that came out in the 90s, a book that couldn't come out today, just like J.J. Goldberg's G- Jewish Power came out in the 90s, couldn't come out today. Um, and and so even, so he, they, it talks about that, how like everything in the, 50, the 50s, 40s and 50s, was like this overly conservative Christian type, but also not totally Christian but just very like smiley, happy, suburban. I everyone father knows best, all that shit, right? And then it very quickly changed in the 1960s. And I spoke last night about how, um, you know, one of the things that J- Jews use, like people, we always talk about the Vietnam War and why is the Vietnam War the only war that Jews were ever against? And my thing was like it connects to this idea that Ann Applebaum had expressed when she was attacking Russia in a recent column. This is all, trust me, all this narrative is going to tie together. It's, you're going to love it. She's attacking Russia in a column in the Atlantic, and she says, revolutionary change in Russia cannot happen unless they suffer a military defeat. And I was saying, so empires, big countries, big empires, revolutionary change happens when they suffer a military defeat. That doesn't mean they're like overrun by troops or something, but just them having these, and, and, and this is happening to America now, which is why I actually want them to lose in Ukraine. I want Zog to lose mm-hmm. in Ukraine and I want that to happen because Ann Applebaum is correct. Of military failures fundamentally undermine everyone's faith in the power of an empire, and they start it on the road to collapse. And I want this empire to collapse, so I want to see them have military defeats. But in the 60s, Jews never met a, a war they didn't like. I mean, it's it's unheard of. It's totally ahistorical for a Jews to have been leading force against a war. It's almost never – it's literally – one unique circumstance in the 1960s. It is the Vietnam strangest War. thing, and I just... Well, here's the explanation. Here's my final explanation on this. Jews used the war and the opposition to the war as a way to bring about and to power as a powering as a thing that powered their cultural revolution. Yeah. Because if you think it about worked. it, them getting out in front of the anti-war movement, um, and then and, and it won, won the old Gentile... It was the last gasp of the old WASP Gentile establishment in America... Uh, like Robert McNamara, all these people, you know, they got them all out. Now they can totally control the foreign policy establishment. Uh, They killed JFK. Uh, You know, they got, they did all this stuff, right? And then they used this anti-war movement to sort of power their cultural revolution. Because not even just their power revolution in terms of taking over the institutions, making people have no faith in the institutions. Now, Now they've taken them over. And by the 80s, we now have faith in institutions again. But all the damage had been done. Because the 80s were, the, because it's sort of like what after their 1960s revolution, you know, there's people that have all this nostalgia for the 1960s because it was this time of turmoil and interesting art and all this stuff was coming out. But then by the 80s, all these gains had been consolidated 
Ronald Reagan comes in, he puts the brakes on the Cultural Revolution and hits a stagnation period, right? And 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 the thing is, the art in the eighties was great, and it was because it was a little bit more wholesome, but it was still taking on some of these these new styles and things that had come out. But the culture was still very liberal in the eighties. It was just there was this the the conservatives. What they do is they don't they don't swing the pendulum back. They just put the brakes and let Jews consolidate gains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what conservatives do. And that's where we're headed but, right now. Right, sort of. and and so right now they're putting the brakes on to consolidate gains. But like, but they're also feeling the heat geopolitically because Vladimir Putin is literally saying you know, mm-hmm. America is fags, and he's not wrong. And so every and country also, that doesn't want a bunch of they're fags, also maintaining a couple of massive lies in front of everybody that everyone can look at. Like, you know, they have to maintain the January yeah. 6th lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to maintain that East Palestine is no big deal and it has nothing to do with white people. And, and oh, they're and, juggling. There's there's, there's so, so many, many big lies really that they bad have to things. keep going on. But yeah. fundamentally, that's that's what I think that you know that explains why the Jewish opposition to Vietnam it was mm. it was sort of a, of a of a of a gasoline, if you will, for their cultural revolution, which then they took. And now that they've done it, now every war is great. Every war since Vietnam has been fantastic. Jews have loved it because they've been totally behind them. And so this is also why we have the cultural stagnation because Jews mm. did a cultural revolution, but they have no more ideas. If they're not, and, and so that's why the further Jewish things get the more revolting and disgusting they get because they can only go in that direction. Right. Right. Like culturally Jews can't, can either, can either stop and keep things in stagnation or they can go further in the direction of degeneracy. They can never lead a culture into something nicer and better. Right. They can't do that. So they have two things that they can do. They can, that's, and that's what anti-wokeness is just pumping the brakes. Yeah. And the anti-woke movement is literally pumping the brakes, consolidating the gains for anti-racism, consolidating the gains for anti-whiteness, making sure that these are these are universal. So, so, because what is their number one thing? You know, last night Scott Adams put. Yeah, you were, you, you were you were posting about that, right? I talked about that yesterday a little Scott bit. Scott Adams puts out that tweet where he says he starts talking about Charlottesville. <laughs> oh my God, Charlottesville! And these why are all why are like, you suddenly talking about this saying Charlottesville are all feds? And you know who jumped into his thread? Borsenko. Carlin Borsenko. So did I. You, I yeah, I, it was funny because... W- okay, so Warren noticed this because he saw he saw the Scott Adams tweet in the middle of the show last night, and we went and looked at it, and I was like, oh, our old friend! Our old friend Carlin Borsenko! And he's answering her. Yes, yeah, she's the one talking about it, but what's so... Fu- the funniest thing she says is she says, there's only 50 to 500 of these people in any state. It's a tiny thing. The reason, the real reason, he, she said, no, Scott, it's not that they're feds. The reason the media doesn't talk about them is because it's it would be embarrassing. This is a this is a very typical anti woke thing. The reason the media doesn't talk about them is because they would be embarrassed by how few actual white supremacists there are. The funny thing is, that's not well, that's not the reason. The reason they don't talk about us is because they don't want people to see what we say and and agree with us. Okay? Right. That and and. And Carlin Borsenko, absolutely, more than almost anybody else, she and Christopher Rufo and that whole crew, they need censorship more than anybody. And so what was so funny is so Warren and I went back to her video where she talks about how we can't have have, have anti-CRT become anti-white because mm. that would lead to an actual Nazi movement. And then there's another video that she did a little while later where she's saying why I block people who say anti-white. And this woman calls up and she says to her, well, I think we have to be understanding. And it's so funny because they start talking just like leftists. 
she's like, we need to be understanding. Somebody might say anti-white one time, and they need to understand why that's a mistake, and we have to be patient and explain with them and be understanding and explain to them why it's so harmful. This is exactly how leftists talk, why it's so harmful to use that language. And Carlin Barsenko's like, okay, that's true, but let me explain to you why. Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of an interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees because that e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content... Uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use Z-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, Yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Why I block everybody that says anti-white on my channel. And what she says is, I do it because when this thing came out where we went after her because she was saying anti-CRT isn't Mm anti-white, she's like, I was mobbed. By thousands and thousands of these people, and the only way I could manage it was by blocking everybody who said anti-white. So if you wanted to, and so I'm like, okay, so... You already could delete your account and stop talking to people ever again. That's that's the best way to deal with it, The best option would be for you to shut the hell up and go away. Yeah. But, like, her talking to Scott Adams and saying there's only a few of them, it's like, well, that's not what you said last year. Yeah. Right? Last year on your own channel, you were saying how you were getting mocked, and in fact... You are admitting inherently that our movement is stronger than yours because you didn't have the numbers of your own people, the people that listen and follow you, to stand up to us. And the other funny thing is, I looked at Carlin Barsenko's YouTube channel. She has 104,000 followers, right? Give me a break. But hold on. You know how many views she gets on a video? Like two, 300. I, I believe it. Clearly. So what that means to me is she bought 100,000 followers. Yep. She probably has 4,000 organic followers, and she bought 100,000 more, and from those 4,000... They show, they show this picture. Do you remember this? Yes, I remember that. I, I just I don't understand like what their takeaway from this is. Oh, their takeaway like, from they, this is... They, this is what? These are demon rats making fun of... Uh, yeah, these are Democrats. Or is it Republicans making fun of a, a Democrat no, who's the real racist? No, I can't remember. It's a, oh, I think that's what it is. Yeah, like these are Republicans. These are young, making fun of a Democrat, who the guy who wore blackface, right? I think actually that's a Youngkin. It says Youngkin on that I don't that remember sign. who was who in that bullshit. Was Young- Youngkin was the Republican, right? Mm-hmm. So I they're think I, so I think be... they're in front of the other dude's campaign headquarters making fun of him What's because of the blackface. The it says a new kind of leader, Youngkin. So what that is? is so they're in front of the yeah. Democrat. They're trying to they're trying no, no, to say no. he's the real. I think tiki actually torture. I think actually this is Democrats accusing. Well, either way, the, the, they're showing the tweet as if like this proves that all those guys who did that are some kind of federal no, operation. Is, yeah, it doesn't prove that at all because one, this isn't a federal operation. This is a stupid partisan dirty trick. This operation. here has nothing to do with it. And it's also like they are referencing what they view as an actual. It's like the underlying assumption of that gay op 
is that Charlottesville was real white supremacists, and they're actually accusing whichever, whether it's Democrats or Republicans accusing it, it could either be either one. I th- and I, but since conservatives are mad about it, I feel like it was a Democrat op against them. Did you see this guy? Also because, what's that? who is this guy? He, well, he solves the mystery for Scott. Oh, yeah. On Charlottesville and how the, oh, the Fed yeah. operation. should be interesting, yeah. I didn't... Check, check out the secret societies at UVA. My guess is they have very close ties to the D.C. establishment and intelligence community. P.S. Tiki torches have a long fraternal and sororatorial ritualistic tradition at UVA. I gave you the missing clue. Burn after reading. He solved the mystery. Because everybody who showed up at Charlottesville, you're all, you're all UVA like fraternity people. And so... You're working with American intelligence to uh, stage a, a fake rally for this some reason. This is why I hate the conservative movement. This, this entire is, this thread is... is... I was so mad I was speechless. I tried to do a no, podcast I, about I, this yesterday, I, and, I, and I failed. Like yeah, I couldn't no, it, accurately... Yeah. I couldn't adequately critique it, because it's, how, how it's it is. so retarded. Yeah. So retarded. What it is, what it is, is it's, it shows you how desperate... And Scott Adams, what's so funny is, look at Scott Adams' Twitter bio. You know what it says now? Canceled, canceled by, by white. rich white people for the third time. Yeah, no, I tweeted at him. Uh, rich white, rich white people will not replace us, or something like that. That was my little joke. Those rich white people, you know, the, yeah, the Jews so, will not replace so us. Chant because the they're complaining is, about the Jews will not replace us. Chant. It's here's just, the thing, like you, you fucking idiots. The idiots like this that do everything is a false flag. Do you understand how targeted you are? Do you understand how how fucking psyoped you are? How MK ultraed you are? Because you, you just as easily, these are the same people that were saying January 6th was all fake. And, and, and why, why is it that you are being asked to take this view? Because it makes it easy for you to throw all these people under the bus. The January 6th people are, are probably more close to what your views are than ours. Yet you, through your stupid conspiratorial thinking, were almost convinced, and I think many of them were convinced, to throw them under the bus, not give them any solidarity, not give them any support, not go out and side with them, just because some idiot online said this is a fat guy, this is—it's so disgusting. This is to designed me. to make Trump look bad because Trump never looks bad. Yeah, Trump never did anything. Trump's brand Trump isn't like bad. I look bad. Let's do it. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, this idea of this because again, if you start look if every, if you start thinking everything that made Trump look bad is a gay op to make him look bad, then you might as well just hang it up. You might yeah, as I, well I think run. The purpose of that stuff is to make sure you, you you remain a member of spectator race. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. I'm saying, and if and if you start falling for that stuff, you might as well run out into traffic in front of a high undercarriage SUV and get struck <laughs> in the chest by the higher higher than the average <laughs> suspension. You might as well just do that. All right. Let the ladder frame just like take you out. Yeah, get yeah. get get hit. Go into traffic it, and let it, it large. It, when you lay down, it doesn't hit you at all because of the high. But, but, wheel, no, wheel but clearance. you get you get pulled under because of the high clearance. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and let's and take and a and the, the, the live axle differential smacks you in the head. Oh Jesus! What the fuck does that mean? No. Oh, oh, I know. I think I know what that means. Yeah, that big bulby thing underneath it. Okay. Yeah, live axle. Right to the okay. Dome. Right, right to the dome. That would catch you right in the uh, right. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the line. Road clearance. They're constantly getting scraped against like the the street. You know. We're gonna push forward, press forward. So an hour two, we're gonna debunk some Asian stuff, right? Yes. So we're gonna play the Asians were the hardest part, and Mm -hmm. be back with that stuff. And it's the Friday show. It's the Beast show. It's the best show. We'll be right Mm -hmm. back. 
you listening to The Daily Show as racist and sexist as they can be. We're gonna offend you, isn't it funny? La 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 la! Yeah, yeah.